Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,088. So no matter what sport you play, you want the ball. You want to be the ball. The ball is scoring the goals. It's what helps you win the game. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Mike Coddell. Hey, Mike, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Buckled up like I'm in a rocket ship ready to go. All right, here we go. Mike Coddell is the CEO of Driven360 in Temecula, California. His company is an international public relations and marketing agency serving clients on a global level. With a focus on the automotive sector, Driven360 has developed successful media programs in the USA and multiple foreign markets. Mike is a nationally recognized on-air TV personality that provides key insights and expert commentary from general news to politics and the automotive sector. He's been featured on TV news stations nationwide, where you've seen Mike on America's number one cable morning show, Fox & Friends, sharing great things happening in the automotive industry. He also appears on Fox Sports and the Automotive Industry Insider website, Our Auto Expert. Mike is what you'd call a hired gun and a corporate consultant helping companies with their public relations and restructuring efforts. So, Mike, I've told our listeners just a little bit about the many things you do. I know you're a busy guy, always on the road. Please take a moment to share a little bit more about your career and a very obvious passion for automobiles. Well, that's an introduction like no other. And, uh, of course, I appreciate being on today. It's always fun to uh, kind of pound the pavement, if you will, from an automotive standpoint, talk car talk. You know, it's that's the very bane of my existence. You know, I love the introduction that you provided. But at the very end of the day, I'm just a dude that likes cars, anything with a motor. So it's a boat. It's a plane. It's you know, anything with two, three, four wheels, it doesn't really matter to me. I I just enjoy that experience. And from the time I was a kid, it was just always about cars. So, you know, you talk about my career, the one thing that kind of uh, is quietly left out of my bio, maybe there's a little context, but I started my career really in politics. So I worked for a U- United States Congressman Frank Riggs, first congressional district in California, did the whole student body thing up at Humboldt State, which is where I graduated from. And just I've always been in love with cars. So at one point, the opportunity came up uh, for me to jump in with Ford Motor Company right after moving to Southern California. And that was it, man. I uh, That was back in 1999, 1998, actually. Uh, I started in the career in the, uh, the automotive industry. And yeah. from that point, it, it just went up and, and forward between PR and automotive. Very cool. Very cool. Well, it's neat that you're having fun and you found that little niche and spice of life of your passion for cars tied it into a business. So uh, you found the secret sauce to what makes things happy for people. As we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. I like to say it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking here on Cars. Yeah. So Mike, take the wheel. (laughs) <laughs> I've got so many quotes that I could throw it your way. I'd probably use quotes more than I do actual logic that's behind them. But I think my favorite saying is, is be the ball. Oh, um, yeah. You know, no matter what sport you play, you want the ball. You want to be the ball. The ball is scoring the goals. The, it's what helps you win the game. So if you just follow World Cup soccer, it's the number of goals that win the game. If it's uh, auto racing, it's the first one to the checkered flag. So 
whether it's, whether it's with our team at driven or just, you know, friends or in the, in the TV world, it's always be the ball. If you have a chance to say something that's of significance, take that moment and say it, but also be willing to step back and be a good listener, which is probably my biggest fault. Spend so much time on TV. I talk so much, but yeah. I like that thing. Be, be the ball. And then, you know, one that my dad has always said to me over the years is uh, you have to be able to see the forest for the trees, right? So you got to right. be able to see, what's in front of you and know that there's something behind that. And then I think Rob on our team here at Driven, he he knows my favorite quote internally at Driven is, I'm always trying to look down at 36,000 feet, right? And I'm yeah. on planes so often that I'm literally looking down at 36,000 feet, trying to see what the big picture is. Yeah, absolutely. Be the ball. I love that. I would assume as you take care of your many clients around the globe, that uh, making them the ball is a key aspect of what you do. Absolutely. You know, one of the biggest things we try and work with our team uh, at Driven with, and it's actually something that we're going to be working on later this afternoon, is being able to read your clients. Mm. Clients don't pay us. They don't pay us to know everything. They pay us to take care of them. And that's really an important thing that we try and work with our team on at Driven is understanding, you know, what the client's needs are. And the same thing falls in line with the television work that we do. So when it comes to television, it's really about understanding the audience. Nobody cares about the car. They care about the car as it relates to them as they sit home in front of their television monitor and watch a car segment. Everyone has horsepower. But how many USB outlets are there in a car? If you're Joe and Mary Smith sitting in the middle of Kansas, do you really care about a Dodge Viper or a Ferrari? You probably care more about a a Chrysler Pacifica because it might mean more to your daily lifestyle. So it's understanding who your audience is, both on the client side of Driven and on the side from a television standpoint. Oh, absolutely. Well said. Let's talk about a story that instigated your personal passion for cars. I'd love for you to go back in time and talk a little bit about that pivotal moment, as you recall it, when you knew that you were indeed a car guy. Uh, The second movie, Gone in 60 Seconds. (laughs) Um, That would be one. And the first one would obviously be the most famous movie of all time. That would be Bullet. Uh, with Steve McQueen. Yeah. Um, that would be the pivotal moment in my life where I realized that I wanted to be working in the auto industry. My grandfather was, in fact, in that movie in the first opening scene when Steve McQueen walked into the hotel. Really? Uh, the, gentleman, the gentleman, the manager behind the counter, that was my grandfather. He was a, a newscaster for KTVU in the Bay Area, which is where they shot the movie, obviously, in San Francisco. So when I saw that movie and I saw that car, it made me an, an immediate fan of the auto industry, the, that chase scene. Yeah. There are no chase scenes really available that are out there like that. That's really on the car side, what, what pulled me into the industry. Now, going PR and going television just were part of that process, right? Sure. They were just parts of, of how I, I moved my career into a path where I could make money on it. Bullet, yeah. I think we all love that show. I've had uh, Steve McQueen's son, Chad, on the show here twice, and Talked a bit about that car, and of course, the car just recently surfaced last year and has been making its rounds, and I had just watched a Petrolicious video last night about a guy in France who imported a 68 Fastback, built it into the bullet car, basically, and drives it around to little cities in France, and everybody comes running up. I think everybody knows that movie from around the world, Steve McQueen and and his fandom, but yeah, I love that too. I, I can't even tell you how many times I've watched that film. Well, let's take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down. Talk about a big challenge or a big failure that you face along the way. And these are important because they teach us invaluable lessons. They help us move forward in a positive light. 
They might be painful at the time, but walk us through one of those times in your life where things were a bit challenging and tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your life, in your career, in your business. It really comes back to that original quote of be the ball. I will never forget my first job after working for the Congress and my first automotive job. I was hired by Ford Motor Company and Lincoln Mercury. I'd only been on the job two and a half to three weeks, and I was asked to manage a 10-city event around the country. And as, I, as I'm on the phone with you right now, I'm looking across the table at one of our newest hires, Colette, on our team, who just was, I just gave her that similar challenge of being able to put a pretty significant event together. Yeah. And when you have to travel the country, you know nothing about the industry, and you're asked to be responsible for the president. And at that time, Jim O'Sullivan, who was the president of, he retired as the president of Asda. I think the challenge was how do you coordinate 10 cities to put a program together? And I learned very quickly that it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not that e- it's not that easy. No, and no. Um, that was a challenge. But if you really ask, you know, what is, what was one of the most pivotal moments in my career from a negative standpoint that impacted how I think there's not a week that goes by. Don't forget uh, being on site at the L.A. Auto Show. I worked for Jim Trainer, who is the head of corporate communications for Hyundai. He's one of my mentors in the industry. I was responsible for coordinating all the journalists that showed up to the LA Auto Show. And there was one journalist that had reached out to me a month before the auto show. We coordinated all of his travel. He was coming over from Japan. He was going to be landing at the airport. We were going to have a car service pick him up, bring him over to the convention center. And he was going to be a a part in the front row watching our press conference for uh, Lincoln Mercury at the time. Mm -hmm. I forgot about his car service from LAX to uh, the convention center. And he showed up, he showed up and right in front of my boss and said, do you know who I am? And I had no idea who this guy was. And it turns out he was that journalist. And he's like, yeah. And that ride home with Jim Trainer and at the time his boss, Tom Mattia, uh, you could have heard, I mean, you could have heard crickets. You could have heard pin drop. It was was one of those moments where I, I learned a valuable, a very valuable experience. You got to start with a process and you got to end with a process and you always have to fulfill that. Oh, and man. that was a big, that, that was absolutely a, a big moment in, in my career where I realized that as much as I thought I had my stuff together, I didn't. Yeah. Well, what, you know, thanks for sharing some painful times. Oh my gosh. Can't imagine. But what would be your advice, not only to Colette, the young woman or lady sitting across the table from you, I haven't met her, so I'm, I'm assuming, but. For somebody who has been tasked with something new like that, this seems rather daunting. They've never done it before. What would a, a key piece of advice be from you, a guy who's been there, done that? Would you offer them to help them be able to be successful? Ask questions. Yes. Ask, ask, ask questions and know that even though we live in a, a time in 2018 where there's so much information available on the Internet, I am the old guy in the room. I'm the one with the gray in my beard, and I've been doing this for a long time. And I remember being in my 20s, sitting across the table from all the old people saying, you guys don't get it. You don't understand. There's still a lot of value that can be learned from those that have done it for a long time. I've made multiple mistakes in my career, and you have to be willing to fess up to them. Hey, I Mm -hmm. made this mistake. I realize it. I acknowledge it. If you just come clean on it, you're going to fare much better with those that you work with and, and you'll gain a lot more respect around you. So I think the key is back to the, the question itself is you just have to be willing sometimes to listen. Mm-hmm. The other is you have to be willing to fall on the sword. We're not perfect. There are thousands of PR agencies out there. We believe that we have a really good recipe for how we work with our clients, but we're going to make mistakes as well. And as much success as we have it driven with some of our clients. We have other clients that are really needy, and you have to be willing to fall on the sword. 
Yeah. Last Thursday was a great example. We had a client meeting. They weren't happy. I don't hear about things unless people are really upset. And I had it in my gut that it was going to be a bad meeting. And I went up and, you know, you just have to fall on the sword. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Look, we're sorry. We're going to make mistakes, but we'll make it better. And clients appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I think the key thing there is ask questions. I've dealt and worked with many young people and even people older than me that maybe were new into the industry. And sometimes people are afraid. They think that asking questions uh, puts them in a light that they're unknowledgeable. But I always appreciated when people would ask questions because it would always overcome future obstacles every single time. So that's the golden nugget I think you dropped there. Let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call one of your career aha moments. Now, you did some pivots from the political industry, the automotive industry, the PR industry. What was a big uh, aha moment for you when those headlines kind of illuminated a new path for your career or your business? Sure. So I'm the ugly duck, right? I'm I'm very I'm rare from the standpoint of I'm 50% journalist and 50% PR pro. And usually in the industry, you're going to see somebody that spends their entire career as a PR person or they spend their entire career as a journalist. Right. Sometimes you see journalists, journalists go to PR, but you very, very rarely see a PR person go to television. I come from a family of TV journalists. So video journalists, VJs. Ah. My uncle was a senior executive producer at CNN. My grandfather, as noted earlier, was a uh, anchor for KTVU Channel 2 in the Bay Area. My aha moment without question on the television front was 2004 Orange County Auto Show. I was a PR person, just started my company at Driven. So from a PR standpoint, I just started the business. I'd managed to get Gail Anderson from KTLA to come out and cover the auto show. She showed up at 525 in the morning and I had asked a auto expert to be on the show with her. This guy showed up a minute before we went live, copped an attitude uh, and the short answer is, at the end, Gail said, you know what? I'm leaving. And if you know anybody in L.A. knows Gail Anderson, I mean, she, everyone knows she's fiery. She's like, that's it. We're pulling the satellite mask down. We're done unless you can find somebody to go on in 10 minutes. So yeah. I called the show producer, said, hey, what do you guys want me to do? And they said, you know more about cars than anybody else. It's on the show floor. Go do it. <laughs> yeah, you, you be the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. So I went on as nervous as possible. I went on. I used the word absolutely about 36 times in three minutes. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Absolutely stunning. Absolute horsepower. Oh, yes. And that was the moment where I knew that I wanted to transition a portion of my career into television. And it wasn't about what I knew. And I think that's what there's another question uh, you're going to have here in a bit about, you know, just being able to to, to forecast, you know, the future. And right. one of the questions you're you're going to have is, you know, what is it that is a parting thought for me? Mm. And it's all about personality. Uh-huh. At Driven, I'm sure we can go find 50 PR people to work at our company. But the the, the key component is personality. Television yes. is personality. People that are successful on television, they're successful because people want to listen to them because they like them. So it's partially about what you say. And it's also about, you know, bringing the right chemistry together. At Driven, we have super cool people. We just got back from doing a great lunch right now. We all sat down. Do we have cocktail, cocktail lunch? Absolutely. <laughs> like we're, 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 we're with our team more than we are with our family sometimes. So you yeah. have to remember that it's personality. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've had plenty of celebrities, TV celebrities on this show. This morning, I just interviewed uh, two guys, the Diesel Brothers, who have a show on Discovery Channel. Very different I work guys. With them. Yeah, okay, there you go. We you work know. with them. Yeah, yeah. We, work, we work with both, both the Diesel Brothers with Line X. Oh, uh, one of there our clients. You go. We've worked yeah. with them for three years now at SEMA. Yeah. Oh, good okay. Guys. Yeah, they are great guys. They're awesome. Linex, 
Great product, by the way. I'll, I'll toss them something there. Love what they do. I love what you're doing for them. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special car, vehicle, motorcycle, something that you finally got, you had always wanted, and maybe share a memory you have about that car. Oh, I hate that question. Why? That is like the hardest one. Lo- it's oh, the come hardest on. question. It's the hardest question because I love cars, right? So, Well, that's why I say the first. first. The first. Yeah. yeah. My dad, the, fir- the first car that was truly that, that moment of awesomeness was a 1998 BMW 3 Series Dine-In Stage 3 package. Nice. Uh, BMW. So it was Orient Blue. It had a short shifter, carbon fiber cold, cold air intake. Uh, I had a drop two inches in the rear, one inch on the front. It was a true track car. Wow. Uh, a lot of fun to drive. I would always say the same thing that at the end of the day, no matter how what bad my day was at work, when I would drive from Irvine back to Huntington Beach, where I lived at the time, there was nothing more enjoyable. There was nothing that could change my day from a negative to a positive than driving that car. <laughs> that yeah. car was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> I sold it to uh, my brother-in-law. Well, he was going to be my brother-in-law. They ended up never getting married, but it was a family friend and he had it for two weeks and wrapped it around a tree. And that was no. the end of that. Car. Oh, ouch. Yeah. I've, I've, right? sold, yeah. I've sold a few of my favorites that people crashed. Yeah. I hate to hear that, but yeah. uh, hopefully he's okay. But yeah, three series BMWs have a special place in my heart. I've had four M3s. I love those cars. And you, you slap a dining package, whichever stage one, stage two, stage three. I mean, you got quite a nice pack going. Those cars are right. just Awesome. And they just make them sound better too, those exhaust systems. So, and Dying, of course, uh, just uh, purchased by uh, APR, my buddy over there, Mitch Williams, and that group, wonderful group of people in Opelika, Alabama. They do some uh, very special things. So, very, very cool. Well, how they're about fun cars? Well, they are. They're fun yeah. cars. They're, yeah. they're fun cars. I got to share one more with you before we yes. get off cars. I'm going to make, I'm going to, we're going to go down that path. So, I've got two other cars, and it's, it's because I'm a car guy, right? Okay. So, I've got a 1975 <laughs> Ford Bronco. It was a SEMA vehicle rebuilt from the ground up. It was a barn in Colorado. It was tied in through my uncle and he had owned it. Then it went to a friend and it just sat there and sat there and sat there. So fully restored from the ground up. And and that's one where I did the, the wrench turning on it for a significant part of it, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even to the detriment of of clients had driven, which is one of those mistakes uh, made over the, over time. And sure. then I had an Audi A7 right when it came out in 2012. Oh, I bought an nice. Audi A7. Great car. Most enjoyable car I've ever owned next to that BMW. Yeah. But it was expensive. So I had oh. to sell it. Yeah, they I are. I not like that payment. That no. payment was terrible. No, no, those big, uh, those big, uh, oh, what do they call those cars that are like the, uh, the big major car for a, a, a mark like the S-Class Mercedes or the 7 Series BMW or the 7, yeah, the Audis. Yeah, those things are pricey cars. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, well, that's quite a range of cars from a little 3 Series to a Bronco to a big cruiser touring car like that. So uh, I can tell your uh, passions run anywhere that the uh, rubber rolls on the pavement. How about seller's remorse? I'm guessing you have a few of those. Is there one in particular that really makes you kind of sad? Oh, Wow. Yeah, they, I, I think any car that I part ways with, there's, you know, there's always a, a moment of question, right? There's a moment of question. I know that with the A7, you know, I wanted, I, I did it so that I could give my wife a slightly better car because she'd been in our car for 12 years. So I wanted her to have something nice. So even though it was a, a little bit of buyer or seller's remorse on the A7, it was the right thing to do. Yeah. So that was one of them. I had an old Toyota 4Runner. You know, you asked about my first car. I had a 1956 Ford F100, three on the tree, 
Oh. That was my dad's, you know, dump truck that he would haul stuff to the dump in. But then my first real car was really a, a Toyota 4Runner, 1989 Toyota 4Runner with a removable top. Getting rid of that one was hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because it was my first, it was my first real car. It was fun to drive. It was a good car for a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that absolutely. was, that was where the remorse came in, no doubt. Well, kind of like a Bronco too, with those tops that came off. So, uh, I see you went back to your roots a little bit there with the Bronco. I'm an off-road guy. Uh, well, cool. Cool. Well, you live in a part of the country where there's lots of cool places to do that. Well, let's talk about today and what has you and your team excited and driven. What are you guys working on? What are you doing that has you really excited and fired up right now? Well, I think what's great about the Driven team and the clients that we're working with right now is that we have quite a bit of diversity. So our biggest client that we work with is Sprint. You know, that is a blue chip client. It's one that keeps us uh, gets us out of bed early in the morning, keeps us up late at night, has us traveling the country. And we do a lot for the Sprint business side. All members of our team contribute to that piece of business. And that's tech, right? It's, it's tech. It's talking about uh, the I, you know, IoT, Internet of Things is talking about you know, the, the future of telecommunications and more. But then we also have LineX. LineX is uh, our longest standing client. We've, we believe that we've been a big factor in taking them from just being a spray and bedliner company to being a company that does so much more than that with incredible military contracts, relationships like the ones with the Diesel Brothers. We'll have a huge SEMA coming up this year where we coordinate all of their efforts. So we have so much diversity within our within our lineup of clients and, you know, it just continues to expand. So that's, I think, the, the, the best part about it. The team that we have now is is just awesome. I like the fact that I am the oldest on the team because the younger people on the team keep me younger at heart. <laughs> yes. um, or they just like to make fun of me. It's one or the other. I'm not <laughs> sure. I haven't figured that part out yet, Mark. I don't know. Maybe it's just they like to poke the big bear sometimes. But Sure. Um, yeah, I understand. It's, it's a fun place to be. We have a lot of success. And I think that's what keeps me in the PR business. So many of the people that I started in the industry with are gone. Yeah. When we have success, it's pretty incredible. And everyone feels really good about it. You know that it means something. Yeah. Well, you're helping people. And anytime you can have a career where you are helping other people succeed, that is the secret sauce to having a wonderful life. Because I've discovered after 1,080, what, 88 conversations now, that the key thing about us human beings is that we are happiest when we are helping other people. Whether we know it or not, that is a proven fact over and over and over. So kudos to you and your team for what you guys are doing. Here's a very introspective question for you, Mike. If Mike was a vehicle, what would he be and why? <laughs> be a 75 Ford Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Back to your roots. It's yeah. old and it's old and rusty, buddy. It, <laughs> it takes an hour to un... That was the biggest learning experience with that thing. I thought, oh, you know, it'll be easy to take that front fender off. Yeah, no. that bolt's 43 years old. It's got rust packed around it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like the answer there because uh, those things are cool. Yeah, they're old, but you know what? They can go anywhere and they can do just about anything. And that's what you got to be when you're in the industry that you're in and you're helping people. So nice answer to that question. Mike, up next is the last lap, but before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah! sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. 
They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hey, this is Mark Green. Are you interested in selling online and building a sustainable business? Bonanza is a marketplace platform that empowers you to create your dream business. Getting started at Bonanza is easy. You can start fresh or import your items from other marketplaces like Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or Shopify. Auto parts and accessories are a high-performance category at Bonanza, and there's no risk involved in signing up. There are no listing fees or monthly fees. You pay only when you make the sale. Bonanza listens to seller feedback and uses it to improve tools and build new features, so there are tons of customization options for sellers no matter what the size of your business. Be sure to sign up using the link bonanza.com slash cars yeah, and you'll receive a free consultation with Bonanza experts who make sure that you are on your way to generating sales. That's bonanza.com slash cars yeah. Okay, Mike, we're back and we're entering the last lap. This is where I fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. Kind of a lightning round. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Best automotive advice I've ever received, don't be afraid to fail. Ah, love it. Yeah, absolutely. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Exercise, no question about it. Hands down, 100% of the time. Get up in the morning, get your exercise done. If you do it, your head will be clear before you get to the office. Ah, swallow that frog, as I say. Do you have a resource that you'd like to share with our listeners that you found uh, very, very helpful or fun? Wikipedia. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> kidding. Um, what? You know, when, you, when you just, yeah, right, Wikipedia. A, a resource, I, you know, I think if you want to learn about cars, you know, I think Our Auto Expert is a great website to go to. And it's a newer website where it's a lot mm-hmm. of the television stuff that we work on. So you get to see the vehicles as opposed to reading about them. I think we get so caught up reading about things that sometimes you don't get a chance to see somebody interact with them in person. I think that's a, a good resource. Um, For those that are, you know, interested in the world of PR, I love our website. We just rebuilt our website. We've got a new logo. It's driven360.com, which is a great place uh, for resource. And of course, I'll close it with what you started it with, man. The number one cable news show uh, in the world is Fox News Channel. I'm proud to be a part of the team at Fox News Channel, uh, being on Fox and Friends in the morning. I know there's political speak behind it, but I would... uh, I would suggest that you you separate the politics from what is and isn't newsworthy, and I think you'd be pretty happy with what you see. I think so, absolutely. And your roots did start in politics, so uh, that kind of makes sense as well, but I think they do an absolutely wonderful job. Now, if I could wave my magic wand and have you uh, set up to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? Oh, man. I think it would probably be Lee Iacocca. Oh, there you go. I think I'd want to sit down with with Lee Iacocca and sit down and have a cocktail with him. I think, obviously, you know, the easy one, you probably get a lot of people that say probably be Ford or it would be, you know, one of the the figureheads behind the starting of the brand. Yeah. Um, But I, you know, I think there's some trailblazers along the way that have have made a difference. I think Jay Mays 
F4 oh, yeah. Motor Company when yep. he was there was such an inspirational, creative designer and responsible for so many super cool vehicles. I, I actually would say too, I think sitting down with Elon Musk, I mean, there's so much mystique and there's so much hidden, you know, hit, the, the, from what I've ever, ever read, this guy works, you know, he's working 22 hours a day, he sleeps for like an hour and a half and then he's right back at it. So yeah, he's I incredible. think of all the trailblazers, Elon's probably one of the guys that I would love to sit down with as well. There's so many, right? There's just so many. Oh, I know. Well, Ford, Henry Ford's the most mentioned gentleman when I ask that question. Carol Shelby comes That's in second. Yeah, he's well, Carol Shelby's coming in second. But yeah, um, I think you mentioned some great people there. Uh, I'd love to have uh, Elon on the show. Good luck, but I'm trying. I'll get him eventually. But I just what he's doing is uh, whether you hate him or love him is you got to admire the guy for what he's pulling off. It's just absolutely fantastic. No doubt. How about a book? Is there a book you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy? The Art of Sun Tzu. Ah. I think I've read that. I think I've, I think I've read that twice. You know, it's funny. I get asked, you know, that frequently. And I, because I spend my entire day reading mm-hmm. press releases and writing, right. when I uh, read, I want to get away. So John, anything John Grisham ah, is, okay. yeah. is right, right down my path of, of great books. And I, I love to read books about our military. I love to read books about our Navy SEALs and our army rangers and, you know, the stories of various operations that have transpired over the years. I'm the odd duck in my family, Mark. I'm the only one that has not gone into the military. So my dad, Vietnam, my sister has been on seven tours in the air force, my brother-in-law, my uncle in the Korean war. I'm the one that went into the private sector. So Mm -hmm. um, I have so much admiration for what my family has been able to do. I follow along, especially in a lot of the books that I read. Well, I respect your family for what they've done. Uh, awesome to serve our country. I've had I've not been in the service, but I've had family members who have uh, in awe of them. Anyone who does that in this country, for this country, for the people in this country, uh, I salute all of you. Well, you can find all these awesome resources on Mike's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go to carsyeah.com, type in Mike Caudill, C-A-U-D-I-L-L is the spelling of his last name, and that page will pop up with all these cool links. All right, Mike, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy, but it's a fun one. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world. Doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter how much it is, but here are the rules. You can only have this one car. You have to drive it and use it. No garage queens allowed here at Cars, yeah. And you can't sell it to buy that Audi 7 back or a bunch of other toys. So picking the uh, the $70 million Ferrari GTO, that means you got to keep it and drive it, but that wouldn't be too bad. So. What can I buy you today? 1965 Shelby Cobra GT500. Well, you knew that one pretty quick. <laughs> no hesitation. No hesitation. The whole reason I got into the business was that car. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. That's a absolutely uh, awesome car. Beautiful car. What color would you like yours to be? I kind of think I might know, but maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, so uh I would not go with British Racing Green. I would actually go with uh I would actually go with the gray exterior with the black stripe over the top. And that's, to be honest, that's the exact color paint skew from Ford Motor Company that I painted the Bronco. So the Bronco is the colors from Eleanor, yeah, uh, which is that, that GT500, oh, oh, yeah. that black and gray. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Well, what a fun car. What a great car to have out there in Temecula, the rolling hills. I know there's some wonderful roads out there to drive on. Grew up in Southern California, so I'm familiar with that area. All right. Nice choice, my friend. Well, Mike, you have taken us on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the Cars yeah! audience. Before I let you go, could you offer us one parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that GT500? 
I just think in the game of life, it's important to learn what not to do instead of always learning what to do. If you go down the path of learning what not to do, you're always going to land on your feet. There you that's, go. That's the thing is don't be afraid to fail, man. At the end of the day, failure shows that you want to be successful. So don't be afraid to fail. Absolutely. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and Driven360? Just go to the website, man. Driven, GoDriven360.com is where you'll find all you want to hear and learn about our company. It's a great new website, by the way. Kudos to you and the team that put that together. Very nicely done. Listeners, you can find links to everything Mike has shared again here on the Cars yeah website. Mike Caudill, C-A-U-D-I-L-L. Check it out. Check out Driven360. Cool business. If you need some help in the PR world, I think these guys are the ones to call. Mike, thanks for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your many experiences with me today and the Cars yeah audience. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Perfect. Hey, thanks again, Mark, for having me on today. Look forward to seeing the uh, pieces that rolls out. And a huge congrats on all your success. Hey, thank you very much. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.